Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. This week, I'm going to unpack some of the lessons that I have learned as I'm reading the book High Five Habits by Mel Robbins. So if you're interested, stick around. Raise your hand if you are a sports person. That means you could have played sports. Maybe you follow sports. Maybe it's for humans you know in person. Or maybe it's for um, humans who you think you might know, like professional athletes. If you're raising your hand, and you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be that you're into the sports, so I'm just going to use this reference and hopefully you'll run with me, but if you're raising your hand, you probably also have noticed high fives that happen in various forms, but let's just say high fives, right? So um, you can go ahead and put your hand down now if you're still raising it because I totally was still raising my hand. But you may have noticed that high fives is a way of celebrating when something awesome is happening. Albert Pujols hit 700 home runs for a career uh, home run record for him and people were high-fiving him left and right big baseball friend, fan here, my friends, um, you know, or, you know, when Aaron Judge hit 61 home runs to tie Mickey Mantle for the the Yankees home run single season, high fives everywhere. When, uh, you know, someone hits a last minute shot, either hockey or basketball or whatever, you know, high fives everywhere. So high fives are really used in celebration and triumph. Okay, so Michelle, where are you going with this? Good question. So in her book, High Five Habit, Mel Robbins talks about the high five and its power for making you feel good, making you feel better right, for celebrating things. And so she talks about, and maybe you've seen it on social media, but she talks about giving yourself a high five in the morning when you wake up. In the mirror, give yourself a high five. Every time you pass a mirror, give yourself a high five. Now, admittedly, I just haven't gotten there yet. Um, You know, I just, for whatever reason, uh, don't remember in the mornings because of all the other things that are happening. But I'm going to commit to y'all, and I hope that you will do it as well, that this week I'm going to high-five myself in the mirror. Every time I see it, I'm going to put a sticky note up there so that I remember to high-five myself. And I invite you to join me and tell me how it feels when you're high-fiving yourself. Now, you might feel silly. I know that's something that has crossed my mind. But Mel says in her book that it makes you feel good. And who doesn't want to feel good, right? So this high five concept that she talks about that I've really gotten into and have enjoyed as she has unpacked some of the things talks about um, that you see what you want to see. So if you're someone who wants to see bad, who wants to see the things that are not going the way they anticipated them going, then you will see that. 
If you want to see the opportunities in your life, then you will also see those, right? You will see those. Um, The famous quote, I think it's Abraham Lincoln, but gosh, I should have done my homework on that one. But if you think you can't, you're right. If you think you can, you're right, right? But if you think you can't, you're right. Um, And I didn't do that quote any justice, but it hits to the point of, you get to make the decision you yourself get to make the decision about how you want to make yourself present in the world in your world however you want to exist she used an example um gosh she used a different car but i'm gonna use jeep so we uh we bought a jeep this summer and i'm loving the jeep life i'm not gonna lie simply loving the jeep life helps that it's blue which is like my favorite color in the world and um you know fun things that like a whole jeep community like wave to other jeepers you put ducks on other jeeps when you see them and like parking lots and stuff like that and it's just kind of a cool like environment to be part of right like some something bigger than us something bigger than myself and so she talks about this other car, um, but I'm going to talk about the Jeep. We needed to buy a new car this summer. Our mechanic said it's time, right? Like we have a really honest mechanic. Love it when you have that. And he said, it's time. And so my husband said, I really want to buy a Jeep. And, you know, we got two little kids, one in a booster, one in a car seat still. And yet I was like, okay, I'm here for it, right? Um, It costs a little bit more than what maybe we wanted to pay. We don't um, have the same spaciousness as the other car, though it's not too bad. Um, It's not too off, I should say. But once we said we wanted to start seeing, or we wanted to start looking at Jeeps, we started seeing Jeeps everywhere. We started seeing them everywhere. And so, when Mel talks about this in her book, it is um, the RAS, the Recticular Activating System. And so basically, it is your brain filtering to see the things that you want to see. So in this case, we our brains were filtering to see Jeeps everywhere. We see Jeeps everywhere. We see them in the parking lots. We see them every morning. We see them literally everywhere we go. And that was our brain just saying like, it's the time we want to do this, like you're focusing on this. And so when you think about that, and you think about how you approach your day, or how you approach your week, or how you approach a task or a project, that is also your RAS. And for my higher ed housing friends, every time I did that, it was RAs, not RAS. <laughs> but every time you approach something, that is your brain filtering it based on your own experiences, your negative experiences, your positive experiences, your anticipated outcome of what you're about to experience. And so um, I thought that that was really enlightening, right? Like, I've always seen that, you know, if, um, and okay, let's be honest. I'm thinking about Facebook right now, social media aspects where, um, when 
you know, you think about or you talk to someone about a certain topic and then all those ads start showing up in your Facebook um, feed and the ads on the sides and whatever. And so, um, you know, I think about it that way, right? Like it just, that's your filter and you think about it as you're going to see it more because it's been on your brain. You're thinking about it, you're talking about it, you're maybe dreaming about it, um, wanting it to happen. So by training our brains to think positively, high fives in the morning, celebratory in the morning, anytime we pass by, we're training our brains to think about all the things we can do and the ways that we want to celebrate. Now, I started doing this this weekend based off of the recommendation of this book. It is a little challenging because admittedly, like we just get into our routines and habits, but I'm going to offer this other challenge. So yes, two challenges, friends. One is to high five yourself in the mirror. And the second challenge that she offers in her book, which is really cool, is to look for heart-shaped things. I called it in the wild, right? wherever you go. It could be a cloud. It could be a rock. It could be a patch of grass. It could be the way that the cracks in the sidewalk shape. It could be, um, you know, the way that something is shaped on your way to work, whatever that might be. But look for, like I call it, heart shapes in the wild. And this is really going to train you to see things that pass by others right? So like opportunities and positive thoughts. This is training your brain to not focus on the negative or focus on the things that are challenging to accomplish, but truly to focus on something that every other person or other people around you are passing by, but you're training your brain to look for it. You're training your brain to see something that others are willing and able to pass by. And why is this important? Well, we've talked about mantras in the past, right? We've talked about telling ourselves to do great things and to be the great humans that we want to be, right? Like when you speak it into existence, it's going to happen. And I still 100% agree with that. And I love in this book how she talks about mantras won't work until you show yourself you have the power to change what your mind sees. So you have to go look for those heart shapes in the wild. Train your brain to think differently. Train your brain to see the positive or see the things that other folks around you don't see, can't see, aren't willing to stop, pause, and see, right, and focus on the good, focus on the positive, focus on the things that we want to be true in our lives, right? So this week, we're talking a little bit about mindset. Now, friends, this is going to carry over into my next episode. So I want you to stick around. It's my very first interview that I'm doing with a guest on the podcast. But next week, we're going to talk about personal growth and mindset. So I hope you'll stick around, listen to this one, thinking about how you approach life, how you approach the work and the world that you exist in, and then come back next week to learn a little bit more about personal growth and mindset with my friend Susan. 
So thank you so much for joining me again this week. Thank you for spending some time focusing on you. And our affirmations for this week are, I'm done apologizing for spending time on me. I'm done apologizing for wanting good for myself. I'm done apologizing for fill in the blank. Friends, go out, have an incredible day, an awesome week. And remember that if you like this podcast, please like, follow, and share on the social medias and anywhere that you're listening to this podcast. And make sure that you have your notifications on so you know when a new episode is coming out. And remember, friends, you're fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this. And I'm here for you.